welcome to the big 100th episode of Zero. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, thank you so much for being part of this journey. It went really fast and to where we are right now, it's kind of crazy. You know, we've been through a lot and it almost seems like they're going to put us through this again unless we push back. And that's why I'm very excited to have our guest on. Uh, you know, um, I'm going to introduce our guest. I just want to say that she was a big part of my awakening. I had uh, some people on earlier that were talking about history and all the science behind that. And then this guest came on and kind of broke, said the same thing from a spiritual place. And that's when I started realizing something was going on. So uh, I'm very honored to have her back. She's a very important person to me. And I'm so happy that she could spend the uh, 100th episode with me. So please welcome my good friend and hopefully soon to be yours, Von Galt. How are you, Von? I'm doing really wonderful. I'm really proud of you, Sam. You've brought a lot of people into this journey with you. Um, and I've gotten to meet some of your fans um, and they um, have crossed over into the spiritual nature of this holographic matrix that we are um, engaging in. But it is, it, it is getting very interesting. Life lessons are being learned and um, yeah, we have a lot to talk about. So we really do, Avon. You know, for those who may not be familiar with your appearance on Tim Paul Hat and your earlier appearance on, uh, I don't know if you did once or twice, but I know you were one of the few, first people I interviewed on Zero, and you were a big inspiration for me to start this show. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, in short, I, I'm a working mom. I work in IT. I'm very familiar with the digital marketing space. I've written two books in it, worked in it for 20 years. And also I've been raised um, with the, the Buddhist philosophy through different monasteries and um, different temples throughout Washington State and in Laos. And um, one of the things that I did, which most people do, is I follow a lot of my favorite teachers, like the Dalai Lama, like different monks and nuns, and just different different um, areas. And what happened is um, they started this initiative about 20 years ago to follow and help uh, metaphysics understand consciousness, um, our holographic matrix, um, understand energy healing, et cetera, metaphysics, all that. And what ended up transforming was I used all that information that I learned in the academia world of understanding Buddhism from a metaphysical perspective um, in science and medicine. And it gave me the information to back up what I already knew about all of this in Buddhism. But I was just waiting for the scientific information to back it up and substantiate it as not just theory. And so what what came forth was um, three different Buddhism books. Uh, the first is Buddhist Mandala, I'm sorry, Buddhist Guide to Manifest Parallel Realities. So it's just a basic on the Four Noble Truths and Eightfold Paths to help people create their reality. And that one's just a basic to kind of help you get out unstuck and get forward in your manifestation. A lot of people read that and um, they understand the basics of Buddhism and then they start having Mandela effects. And then they go into the next mind blower, which is the first book that um, this is the one that I interviewed with you on um, Buddhist mandalas explore parallel realities with sacred geometry. And I go over basically how we are all energy in this holographic matrix that we are playing in. Um, but 
during the pandemic, I finally got to finishing the book that we're going to talk about today, which is Buddhist Mandala's Christ Consciousness of a Multidimensional Merkaba. And I this, love it. Yeah, she's beautiful. This is Tara, and she is a, um, a Buddha and a Bodhisattva. They all are. Um, she's a teacher, and she helps you wake up from the matrix. Okay. Now, um, the matrix, this is what we're going to talk about because there's a lot of wisdom in Buddhist mandalas, Christ consciousness of a multidimensional Merkaba, because throughout this pandemic, I have been having my own personal Mandela effects. Um, and we'll go into kind of the story of that as well. And a lot of this is coming into play, Christ consciousness, multidimensionality, um, changing the matrix within your consciousness. And so, so thought becomes form, becomes solid experience, okay? And if we don't like what is transpiring in our physical experience, we need to change the thought. We need to solidify that and we need to move in action to create our next best experience. And that's what I'm going to talk about um, with regards to this 100th episode, because this one is going to empower the living. I love what you're saying. And I, you know, I've applied so much of our conversations to my life and I've taken a lot of stuff that you've talked about with me because it really resonated with me. Uh, and I've applied it to my life and I've told others about it and, you know, it's resonated with them. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just very interesting times. You know, I just had um, a conversation about magic versus, you know, organized religion and all that stuff and what's real and what's not. And so, you know, when I talk to you and I know it's been a little while, but when we talked and the things you talked about, I take these things, I apply it to my life. And my life changes, you know, and it, for the better. And that's the only way I know if something has some validity to it, because there's things you've talked to me to me about, about no one can control you. That was a big issue to me. Uh, a real big thing for me, you told me a long time ago, was about how, uh, you know, the universe kind of warns you about stuff. And I, I that's that's resonate with me and people in my recovery. I talk a lot about that, about how the universe uh, warns you. And then I feel like if you don't heed the warnings, it shows you. And, you know, and, and I, a lot of my friends have gone through that on a very public scale. So I'm very, I'm very sensitive to like, is the universe telling me something right now that I need to hear? So the, the whole point of that little rant was like, you I, I, man, you've really had a, a real amazing effect on my life. Even in our little conversations we've had, um, on my shows, you've really helped change the trajectory of my life and how I operate. And for that, I'll be eternally grateful because, you know, we're living in this crazy time, man. It's very easy to get lost in the chaos that is out there. Uh, really, for me, yeah. and is exactly what you're talking about right now. You know, I talk about this a lot and I, I, I you know, I used to think AA was based on Christianity, but I'm really more and more thinking it has a lot of Buddhism in it. And the one thing was, is that, you know, for me and, and say it in Sam speak is, you know, if you want change, you have to make change. Change just doesn't happen. It's the old saying, you know, you want, you know, what's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And that's really what I've gotten from a lot of our conversations yeah. was that this movement to you know, like you 
But I, you know, at the end of my shows, Vaughn, after, at the end of my shows, and I'm like, I'm a dirty, edgy comedian. I grew up, I grew up on Richard Pryor. I grew up on Eddie Murphy, Sam Kennison, Dice. Things resonated with me. So it's what I do. But at the end of my show, I always like to leave on, on a spiritual note. And, you know, the one thing I talk about is about how, like, you are where you are based on the the uh, actions you've taken, the decisions you've made and the actions you've taken. And uh, I feel like I've gotten a lot of that from you. And, and in particular, Zero, my show is like, just like, you really are control of uh, of the whole thing. And, and where you're going is directly related to decisions you're making. And if you mm-hmm. want to change that, you got to change your, your decision-making process. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. First, it's a very simple formula in in terms of the holographic matrix in which our consciousness creates from. And we all have an individual consciousness as well as a collective one, because there's there's simple truths that everybody can understand. Um, it's in Buddhism and it's in throughout many philosophies. And the simple truth is, and you will get this in the Buddhist mandala series, and I will preface, if you're ready for the Buddhist mandala series, um, it will change your consciousness. It will rewire your consciousness. I'm not, I'm not lying to you. This is not a bag of, um, of words. It will literally rewire your consciousness. And you will start having your own physical Mandela effects where you're tripping out about physical reality. Guess what? You're on the journey to becoming a Bodhisattva or a Buddha or owning your own, um, your Buddhahood or your Christhood within this matrix. Okay. You're becoming a Neo. Uh, you know, okay. So, um, and that's why a lot of it resonates in the matrix, but it, it is basic Buddhism. You're become you're all becoming a Neo and you all have your own time and your own um, journey and your own life lessons. Everyone's going to be a little bit different. But what is the Buddhist understanding of Christ consciousness? I explain this very, very much. It's basically we are all energy. That's all we are. Um, we have two halos, one around the head and a bigger one around the body. They call it the toroidal field, the human aura field, whatever you want to call it, the Merkaba. It's all the same exact thing. Um, however, your consciousness level, okay is the difference between one person or another. Someone of a higher consciousness has healing abilities because they're connected to the Christ light, the crystalline light, the crystalline grid of source itself, okay? They're at a higher frequency, they're higher energy. And you can see it in their, um, in their DNA vocal si- uh, signature, which I have mine, I'll show mine. Um, but that is what Christ consciousness is, is connecting to Christ light. And in Buddhism, Christ means light, the crystalline form of your Merkaba, the high energy. So very, very simple. So um, and I make that distinction in book two of Buddhist mandalas um, that Yeshua was referred as Christ, but it, is, it goes beyond one person. It is the energy of source itself in everyone. And that is the truth. Everyone is connected. Everything in consciousness in creation is connected to the Christ light of source. Otherwise, it would not exist in the holographic matrix. Okay. Anything in creation, even the things you dislike, exists because of the duality of creation. So um, that's in short what Christ consciousness is. The multidimensionality of your Merkaba 
is another conversation I go deep into in the second book of Buddhist mandalas. And for those who don't know what a Merkaba is, that is the, is that the light you were talking about? Yeah, that's your okay. energy field. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so your Merkaba is your energy field and um, they, they can actually image it. Um, you can go to Sound Made Visible and I have it in the books as well. Um, and they'll image your voice and everybody's voice has a completely unique um, energy signature um, blueprint DNA. And I actually have, I actually have mine. Um, this is what comes up. Uh, some scientists in um, England, I think it is. But anyways, when I say my name, this is what the image immediately shoots up. Okay, so you see the trumpets on the sides. That's yes, the voice. Yes, the yes. And then if you look into the the pictures, you see lions at the end of the um, eight spokes. Yeah, I do. I see that. Yes. Okay. Wow. So that's, so that's basically in Buddhism, they always have um, the eight spokes. The wheel of Dharma is eight spokes. And there's always a lion in, um, in, the, in the canon. And there's always, um, it's, it's fawn, but sheep or lambs. Those are the students. Okay. The teacher is undeniable a lion. It is in their vocal DNA. It's all over um, Buddhist um, artwork. The, the teachings are there in the Buddhist artwork. So anyways, in terms of multidimensionality, and you all do this, you just don't know you do it, but when you do it enough, um, you know you're switching between realities, and that's how you know you're multidimensional. You're, you, you, you change your perspective, you've, you have a different feeling bus, and then you, you work towards that different perspective, and um, before you know it, elements in your physical reality completely change from what the, you experience. You experience it before, almost instantly, because you're switching between realities. So, uh, so basically, what we're saying is when when you change like your mindset, and, which changes your energy, right? You've, in my humble opinion, you view the world through a different lens or filter. Therefore, it's a different world. Exactly, it is a different world because this world has the Berenstain Bears and not the Berenstain Bears. So let's get into that. What is your thoughts on that, the Mandela effect? And was that was there a term for that before Mandela? Has it always been in Buddhism, this kind of term? And now, now Mandela effect is somewhat the popular term for it. Yeah, yeah, it's always been in Buddhism. Actually, um, it's been also, it's also in Hindu art. So I study a lot of Hindu art history growing up um, as part of my Buddhist studies along with Buddhist art history. And actually the teachings are in the artwork itself. But um, this, the book cover, this is Tara or Tara. This, she is uh, a Bodhisattva and Buddhist teacher that teaches about multidimensionality. And if you look, there's three different versions of her. She doesn't have three heads and multiple limbs. She has one body and three different versions of her in three different realities existing at the same time. That's okay? so interesting. And that's been around for thousands of years. So Buddhism is about 2,600 years. Hinduism goes back further. It's the same image. They know this, but few people are high enough in their energy field to recognize that they're switching between realities and then trying to change it. That is amazing because we hear more and more about all these Mandela effects. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Some people think it's about the CERN that's knocked us off uh, our timeline, but there's also something about what is your elevation? Yeah. The the reason this resonates with me is I often talk a lot about how 
people can't see certain things because they haven't unlocked that level. Right. Mm-hmm. So if, I mean, we're some of the, the more conspiracy, like whether it's bull, uh, you know, Bigfoot, uh, ghost, what, whatever we're talking about, grays, like you can't see it if you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. So you'll never be able, that will never resonate with you unless you see it. Now I always talk about super Mario to me is is life right he goes from Mm -hmm. this kind of doing this mundane job he's got this job he's got save his girlfriend from donkey kong and he does that really well he gets a he gets a uh promotion to super mario then he kind of eats a mushroom and next thing you know he's in mario kart and he's seeing things and he's going places he could never do it before but unless these certain things get unlocked he never gets there and that's kind of what i'm 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 hearing from this Mandela effect and you're, how, uh, you don't see it unless you kind of understand it. Yeah. Certain things, re- certain things in re- physical reality resonate at certain frequencies. So that's why you have people and I've had these experiences during the pandemic. That's why you have people who all of a sudden say, Oh, I went to this restaurant. It was delicious. And we had this and this and on there. And you told your friend and your friend's like, um, where is that restaurant? They're like, no, there's no restaurant there. It's completely empty. And you're like, what, where did I go to? Because that's exactly the spot. It's because certain things in the reality resonate at a certain frequency and they will not be previewed to people of lower frequency. I totally agree with that. Okay. Totally How many times have you had the experience where you are experiencing or you take a lane that doesn't exist? You go into a restaurant that opened up earlier um, than, than before or well, people say that it was it went out of business. It's not it's not active, but you went there, you went to that motel, you had that experience, you engaged with those people, you know what they look like. How many times, how many times have you gotten an email and you responded to a job and then you check in with that job and they're like, we didn't post that job yet, but thanks for being the first applicant. We just posted a minute ago, you know, those kinds of nuances where you are previewed to a certain resonance and certain things are previewed to you, whereas for others, it's not previewed to them. So it's all about frequency, okay? And 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 um, this is really important right now because, uh, you know, I had this exact experience. So my father, he recently passed about three months ago, okay? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um, I think it was prophetic, and I think it was meant to be because it was meant to make me decide on which reality I wanted to get into. So um, I... Um, if you guys are looking at my podcast episodes, I've been doing some COVID series podcasts investigating the censored materials. Like, why is it so, why is there so much censorship to not see these inc- incredible, um, highly acclaimed doctors and medical professions and see these the, the research and all that? So I started looking into it. And what I discovered was, was um, the big lie. So uh, basically... I didn't get to that point until my father's passing about three months ago. So three months ago, back in May, my father passed away. I had to get on a flight from Seattle to Fresno within three hours before they pulled the plug on him. And um, I had stayed neutral to the whole um, pandemic, you know, to do my Buddhism podcast and my books. I, I've stayed neutral, just kind of meandering through my own business. Um, I am exempt from taking the COVID vaccine because I had um, a adverse reaction. I had paralysis for four hours from the flu shot a long time ago. My doctor told me not to get it. So 
that's my stance on it for everybody else. I was like, okay, just do whatever you, you know, it's totally up to you. I totally respect it because this was early on and we didn't start having cases of people having um, serious um, adverse reactions and symptoms from it because they were just rolling it out. Before I had heard the rumblings about some of the cautionary tales about what they found in the animal studies, et cetera, but those were uh, just forewarnings. We didn't have actual information of the human trials yet, okay? So um, anyways, fast forward to May, um, my father passed away, and so I had to get a plane ticket, a very expensive one. And be, and when I went to book it, all of these, it's a contradiction of terms, um, recommended mandates for your vaccination card yeah, to yeah. get into California. From And I was like, what is this? And it had, came up with all these flashcards. You need to show your, you, you need to be prepared to show your, um, your, vaccine certificate you know et cetera, et cetera, and all but they weren't mandates but they were recommended mandates that's what they said on the airline's websites so um before i spent the thousand dollars and booked it to the airport to get through fresno in three hours um my husband and i got on um a chat with a representative and we went over every single one and then at the very end she said where are you going i said i'm going to fresno she said oh fresno it doesn't matter but if you get on to LAX or you take a take a connection flight to San Francisco, you you may come across that. So it will it will matter. And I said, well, I told you I don't have a vaccine certificate. My father is dying. I need to get there in three hours. And um, so just like you were saying earlier, first the universe gives you signs, and then you don't take it seriously, and then you see some more, and then it puts you into a situation where you have to make a decision of what you want. Like there's no more avoiding it. And I've been neutral all year long, but when my father passed away, I got a taste of what that reality was going to be like. Yeah, that reality of show me your papers, show me your passports. If you don't, um, if you're not um, active or you have your um, your vaccine has expired, whatever the expiration date that the drug companies put in there, you have to go keep on getting booster shots and whatever they say you do, <laughs> right, and right. and. Um, and, and, oh, if, if God forbid you have kids or anything else in your family that has not been inoculated in order for your passport to be active so that you can have those uh, privileges, discounts, et cetera, uh, for being part of this, um, the V population uh, to keep everybody safe, supposedly, um, then you have to go and get your, the rest of your family and your kids inoculated on their schedule. And, and it goes on and on and on. And fast forward, what does it lead to? It leads to the Chinese social credit system which is we're ratting on each other. We're uh, looking at our neighbors to make sure that, you know, everything's kosher. Let's say somebody has a bad day. Um, they broke up with their girlfriend or whatever. They go, they go drinking, they come home drunk. Oh, the neighbor maybe see that and go, oh, well, that's going to help me with my 10, um, you know, 10 submissions for the month. So I'll put that in there and that person gets a knock on their social credit score. So now they can't get a job or they can't do whatever. They're, they're going to pay a little bit more on, on their groceries. Their kids won't, won't get um, you know, equal treatment because they have a bad credit score. It's your FICO credit score for your whole life. That's yes. where these passports, privileges, and mandates come from under the disguise of healthcare. 100% and the fact that people cannot see that and they keep bringing up oh mandates uh you know you gotta have a driver's license I don't need a driver's license to go to a restaurant if I don't have my driver's license on me 
I can still go to the gym. I can still do all that, okay? I mean, I could probably get a job without a driver's license. They'll be like, okay, we're hiring you. We'll work it out later. But this is just utterly ridiculous. Now, let's remember that this is for a virus that has a 99.6% survival rate that is tested on a system, a PCR test, where the man who created it and the governing body, which was never voted on, the CDC, tells you it cannot tell you the difference between the flu and, and COVID. And guess what? The Delta and Delta Plus. You, it can't tell you the difference. All of this is based on a test that does not tell you what they've been telling you. Right, right. So I had a taste of exactly what that reality could solidify into. And I had all year um, heard, uh, you know, little bit rumblings of the passport that they were thinking about it. And, you know, so you, you hear a little bit, didn't take it seriously. I saw it go through in some countries, didn't take it seriously. I didn't think our country was stupid enough to do that, but I was proven wrong. And when my father passed away and I was in that situation, source put me physically into a situation where I experienced the potentiality of a reality that could come into fruition very quickly because we're in the fifth dimension. Everything comes up very, very quickly, exponentially um, faster than it used to be. And it's been like that since 2012. And the Earth's human resonance has gone crazy and off the charts. So everything, your dirty deeds, everything comes up. So the drug companies are getting their heyday, but the opposite is coming up fast too. And people need to pick this, which reality they want to create because so here, here's, so here's what I did. I came across that. Then I started to, um, and I went to the the hospitals and I, I looked around the hospitals and it was pretty empty in Fresno. I were, I, I, you know, I kind of play stupid and check out different wings when nobody's watching. It's pretty empty. So I'm like, okay. I'm from Everett, Washington, okay? This, and you guys can all look this up or you can go to my podcast episodes and it'll have links to everything. Everything is all scientific. Um, but I'm from Everett, Washington. And the first known case of COVID-19 came from my city, okay? The hospital in which he was um, admitted to, and he's recovered, he was fine, um, is a couple minutes from my in-laws. And I all... Through the school year, I would drop off my daughter. And then every week or every two weeks, I would drive by that hospital to see, um, you know, is it is the case is getting worse? And nothing, absolutely nothing. Also, my neighbor um, would tell me all year long because when this it first started lockdown, um, within about a month, her sister is a, um, a senior nurse has been working at the hospital for over 35 years. They laid her off along with other nurses because they were not going to do elective surgeries, et cetera. They're going to prepare for a big crisis, no problem. But they keep connected with other people working in the hospital. And all year long, this is the hospital that got the first COVID. We're the outbreak city, okay? Yeah. We, it was hardly anything. And the people, like my neighbor who lives right across from me is a hospitalist at that same exact hospital. And I asked her all year long, how's it going? And she said, it's the lightest I've ever seen it 
ever. Even in the news, when they say, we have breakout cases, we're going to go into phase X, Y, Z. She would be like, yeah, we don't, it's not really that bad. You are okay? correct, man. 100%. I don't know what it is in other cities, but I'm from the epicenter. And it's not like most people don't know that many COVID-19 um, people. Like they would have to sit there and think about it. Even now, when they look through the last year and a half, they're like, okay, I know this person and this person and this person, this person. But now it's been six months or so um, after the COVID-19 vaccines. There are more people with adverse reactions that everybody knows than they, they, they knew who actually contracted COVID. They're called breakthrough infections. And that's exactly Which what Which is are. an adverse reaction. Right. So what is also going on is along the lines of you talking about the cutting back on staff. They're giving the illusion that places are packed because they've cut back so much on staff that it looks like it's crazy. Like, so when I go to a restaurant now in Los Angeles, they've cut back on staff so much. You have literally one or two waiters waiting on the entire, on the entire restaurant. So it seems like they're slammed, but in reality, they're just understaffed. Yeah. I, I, I just went, uh, my husband and I just dropped off our um, our mail in the post office, and it's a huge post office box um, at the post office, and there's like one person working there, and the mail is practically falling out of the, the canister. People are not working. They don't want the tyranny. They're, they're, they are doing, you know, silent, nonviolent activism, like, I'm not going to show for work when you really need me. I'm sick all of a sudden or whatever. You know, so we're going to go over and I want to empower people to uh, with nonviolent, compassionate activism so that they can empower themselves. Because um, in short, with my father's passing, um, you know, he passed and um, I came back and then I started uh, looking at at what what is it that I'm missing? You know, what is it that I'm missing? Because obviously I had an experience that is undeniable. I did not like that reality. I made a decision that as soon as I get home, I'm going to look at all the information and search the internet and mine the internet for all the information that is not being shown by um, the main news sites and Google and, and Facebook and all that. So I was, I was adamant to see what is it that I am not being privy to and many of my friends and family are not being privy to. And the minute I made the decision, I came back home and I started to have Mandela effects, like a restaurant that was closed. All of a sudden it was open. It's been open. I called my best friend who loves that restaurant. Uh, it's, it's called Stanford's in Seattle. So she loves that restaurant. And I told her it's open. And she's like, no, I know it's closed. Because um, two years ago, I tried to take my mom to go to it when she visited in town. And it was closed. It's been closed for a couple of years. And I said, I know. Well, it's open. It's always in open. I, I called the, the restaurant staff and they said, no, we've always been open. We've never been closed. And so I was having my own personal Mandela effect where some buildings were a little bit bigger or a little bit smaller than I remember. Um, you know, those little kind of it's small happened nuances. To me. It's happened to me. What, I was happened, driving... what happened to you during the pandemic? I, I was driving. Well, I was driving the mother of my children home. This is just before the pandemic. I was driving her home and I drove past this giant theater and it was black. It was dark. There was no energy. I go, why is that theater dark, man? It's never dark. And then I drove two more feet. I, grew, I drew two more blocks. Boom. There it was again, lit up. And I'm like, I just saw that too. I freaked out. I go, did you just see that? She goes, well, I go, I just, 
the theater was there. Now it's it's like really creepy. Yeah, it's, and I, it's instant shift. It's instant shift. Yeah. Yes, I swear it's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, and it freaked me out. I'm like, I just think there was a different reality right there for two seconds. Yeah, yeah. The hardest thing is to wonder. Okay, am I in? Did I just shift to a better reality or, or a worse reality? <laughs> that's the that's the question I always ask. Because every single master teacher is going to tell you that there's, you know, it, it really just depends on what your journey is. So, um, but, but yeah, that those kind of things happen. So the minute I made the decision, my reality started changing. I started seeing physical evidence. I also would, would pull up the news. And at the time they said that they had like 67% of Americans inoculated. And then before I had left, and so I was like, Ooh, that's, that's a lot. I didn't think anything of it because I didn't have an opinion. Um, and then when I came back and I finally formed an opinion that, oh, this, re- this leads to this reality of social credits and et cetera, et cetera. Um, I chose not to support that. The news changed where all of a sudden the numbers rolled back. And so I saw the inoculation numbers roll back. And then all, and then all of a sudden, you know, everybody's doing lotteries and bribes and this and that, and, you know, all these desperation and then all of a sudden, it's going to be like, we're going to be knocking on your doors. We're going to get totalitarian. All, you know, so it, that seems like a scary thing. But those are elements of it rolling back to another reality that is farther and farther away from the one that I was privy to, that, um, that, the, that the mandates and the passports and the privileges um, lead to the, the social credit system. I totally agree, 100%. 100 percent and it becomes the, the the filter in which you look at everything through and so when everything's go wherever you are at the moment when you're hearing this you could look around right and there's a thousand things going on what you focus on becomes your reality right which is what are you filtering through your your mm-hmm. stimulus right like your your senses excuse me what stimulus are you are you are you filtering through your senses and that becomes your reality. And that's how two people can see the same thing completely different. A great example of that is, you know, Trump. Like, how can two how can two different groups of people see the same man completely different? Well, it's what is what is your senses and what what are you what filter are you looking through this information through? Yeah. And that was done very well. There's powers that be that work that and, and, and you know oh, friend, he was, he, he's friends of epstein anyways him and bill gates 100 percent. okay don't don't be fooled by the by the smoke and mirrors 100 okay? you guys can all look that up the thing here's the here, here's the here's the thing you guys you guys you you need to stop looking at the labels i need to stop looking at things on surface level okay that's a 3d version of reality you're looking at things through through you have to be christ consciousness you have to be a higher dimensional frequency and see things for what they are um i am not a big fan of trump and and i don't really have necessarily an opinion per se i just don't resonate a lot of what he says but um the schumann resident you know there was scientific evidence in book one that the schumann residents um also didn't support a lot of um activities that he was doing as well but besides that, I have nothing against the man. I wish him the very, very best. But he is not going to be the savior of you against tyranny. It is going to be you that yes. changes the tyranny. You need to own, you all need to own the matrix and be the Neil in your life. Because if no one's going to rescue Neil besides Neil. Yeah, I totally agree with that. 
I okay. totally agree with that. 100, you've got to save yourself. Nobody's coming to save you. No one's coming to save you, okay? And if you don't, and, 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 and here's the thing. So, um, like, um, you know, there's the argument in, in this concept of parallel reality, shifting parallel realities of the consciousness. Um, and there's the argument in the Mandela community between the lion and the lamb. Is it the lion and the lamb or the wolf and the lamb? Okay, and the origin, um, if you read my book, I talk about Yeshua ben Yosef, and I know the last episode, um, we talked about Yeshua ben Yosef, but the origin of um, the lion, the lamb, comes out of Buddhism, and let me see if I can find that picture in my book, but anyways, um, I'm not going to find the picture in my book, but anyways, the, in Buddhist art you always have the eight spoke wheel of dharma you have the lines hanging around and then you have the lamb sitting in the front the reason why is, um, that's the imagery that always comes up is because the first buddha gautama um or siddhartha gautama shakyamuni he was the first one who awakened to the holographic matrix and started documenting this stuff and everybody else were ended up being teachers in the canon as well but anyways his first sermon was in the woods and to a couple of people. And in the woods, the fawn came out of the woods and all the animals came out and they sat and they listened to his first sermon. And that, and because there is no lion, no li literal lion in Buddhism, okay? You're never gonna see a literal lion. The lion is the lion's roar of the teacher, okay? The lion's roar of the teacher's voice, yeah. literally, literally. Okay, and so Buddha was the lion. He was teaching the wisdom of Christ consciousness, and the lamb came out and listened. That is the origin of the lion, the lamb. So when you have these Mandela effect um, I, images that are like, no, it's always the wolf and the lamb. When you go into the Bible, it's the wolf and the lamb. That is appealing to lower consciousness because you're not awake enough to know the difference. Here is the difference, and we are very clear in Buddhism, the difference between um, the lion and the wolf, okay? And this really relates, there's a lot of wisdom in book two that really relates to what we're going through right now. The wolf will always demonize certain sects, um, marginalize them, and create fear around them so that they can turn things slowly around and then create tribal warfare so that you you feel justified to completely x out that group because they're threatening your existence okay that's what wolves do it doesn't matter if they're wearing yoga clothes it doesn't matter if they're wearing robes it doesn't matter if they're wearing a suit or if they have a title that says that they have all these letters and they're, that they're doctors whatever it is all wolves will will separate and demonize to split up okay this they'll split up the, the lambs that's the strategy so you have anybody who's uh, and this is what is going on with the pandemic you have the pandemic of the unvaccinated the unvaccinated are the cause of the this and that whatever whatever but there's if you look behind it there's all the censorship to not see the truth which is that it's not them that's the problem. They're just being used as a scapegoat, but it is the vaccinated that's in trouble. And so in order to um, get them to slowly bite into 
what they've actually inoculated them with, they slowly come out with more bad news. Like, okay, you guys might be at myocarditis, you might get heart attacks, you might get um, a miscarriage, you might get, the, yeah. it, it just it just keeps adding on. Now you might be susceptible to the Delta. It's okay, it's always rare, but this is adding on. And so the list between the unvaxxed and the vax in terms of um, th- symptoms goes, so much heavier for the vax, so much. And so what do they do? They continue to scare them. They continue to add more things to them. Um, and they keep trying to use that to, uh, to approve the government tyranny and go after people who are not your enemy. Okay, they're not your enemy. The unvaxxed are not your enemy. Um, so there's a big show going on. But that's in Buddhism, a very, very clear what is a wolf okay those are clear cut symbols of a wolf okay um and those are those are, the wolf always uses the very clear cut strategy of the near enemy in buddhism which is using a little bit of the truth and fabricating and fabricating and fabricating so much you know they start with the unvaccinated or endanger themselves and so they should help themselves and get and get it and then they switch it to now they're now the delta variant they're going to carry it and they're going to spread and kill everybody else and then they're going to switch it to um you know and it gets it just gets worse and worse and worse and your fear gets worse and worse that now you're justified in outright outright government hatred and you will allow um government militaries all of that to take out their own citizens because that's the strategy of the near enemies in the wolves. In, and that's exactly what's happening. And people don't see that. The lion, however, is very clear in Buddhism. The lion always sees the truth, which is that we are all connected. We are all connected to the Christ light of source. We are all one. We are also all going through our own journeys, on our own life lessons, and to respect that. Um, and to not push and force and coerce and pull and, you know, all that other kind of things. We just respect it. Now, there comes a point where you have to make a decision. And that's where I, when my father's passing, I, I made the decision. I do not want this reality to come into fruition. So I'm going to do everything I can to empower people to know what they could do to push against this reality and push a better reality forward. For not only themselves, people who don't want to be inoculated, but also for people who are inoculated so that they can get the help that they need, that they're going to need, that they do not know that they're in, um, they're facing moving forward because they refuse to look at the censored information um, that is out there. If they open their eyes to look at it, they will see exactly what they're coming up against instead of being played. Everything you're saying is resonating with me as always, Von Gall. And I, the, re, the, the what I want to talk about, and just because I want you to finish your thought there, but it's like when you hear people say trust the science, I go, where are you getting your science from? And the truth is, you're getting your science from the people who have been lying to you over and over again. I mean, like I just did a show, and you know, this episode is right in line with the, these podcasts I've been doing lately that have been just wonderful conversations with with, uh, people who are really fighting hard to get the truth out there and being censored left and right. 
and being labeled as misinformation, even though as we go back in time, all the people that have been called misinformation or conspiracy theorists end up just being right. And but nobody cares because everybody's a goldfish, you know, and, you know, and they only see what's in front of them. They don't they they have no clue their awareness. And for me, it's like, what is this fine line? Because I just had a friend I really care about. They just had a child. And there, she's like, I trust the science, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I've really learned not to engage in political discussions on social media. I post my opinion and I leave it there and I let people decide what they want to do. I only, only block trolls. If you, you don't want to agree with me, that's fine. Uh, if you're nasty, I'll block you. But it's like this fine line, man. And, you know, I really love the analogy of basically lions versus wolves, man. And I, I think it's a really great idea. Like, so the thing is, like, how do we spread the word without without having it suck our loosh? Right, right. So why should anybody care about the emerging tyranny? Because people don't, the, like the people who are V are vax, they don't see tyranny. They think it's, you know, you just do it, it'll get over with, um, we'll, we'll go back to normal, you know, and yet, and yet they, they don't see the out, this is how much um, gaslighting has been happening to people, that they don't see the outright truth, you watch commercials where they're like, go get your, go get your, your, your vaccine, and then you can go back to hanging with your friends, and all that, but no, the truth is, they even say in the commercials, I watch a, a beer commercial, they, they, he got his vaccine and the nurse said, don't forget to wear your mask and social distance. That completely contradicts the commercial of once you get it, you can be, you can, you can be back to normal. There is no back to normal once you cross that road. But to, to, the, to the, the point of the people who got it, I have a lot of friends and family who got it because they believed their government. They believed these, um, these agencies, they believed the FDA, the, H- the NIH, the CDC, they believed that they trusted. They never thought that the, the, the biggest lobbyists, which is the drug pharmaceutical companies, could actually own over time all of these agencies, even our federal government, to the point that they, that they are the one pulling the strings. They never thought that, and they, can't, they, they can't accept it because it's so... It's so unbelievable that they can't accept it. And I understand that. I, I, I do understand it. So I don't blame anybody for um, understanding uh, or thinking that and then not wanting to see it because, you know, you, like, you already shot yourself. So why, make it, why, why cry over it at that point? Just, you, you know, go forward with blinders. That's fine. And I think part of it, honestly, Vaughn, is like, Part of them is like, oh man, we messed up, and they want you to be in it with them because they're afraid. Yes, come with us. <laughs> but, you know, but that's. But I'm not judging anybody because you know the line will not separate. So here's the thing: why should anybody care about the merchant tyranny? That's the question. The question. The, the the reason why is for the unvax. You should not be persecuted. You should not be coerced or mandated against for having a healthy, functional immune system. Okay. Plus, you can get access to cheap repurposed drugs for home use, such as ivermectin. You just don't go to Google because they sense everything. Go to DuckDuckGo search engine, type in ivermectin. You'll get plenty of uh, resources. How you know it's phenomenal for for reco- early recovery. If you do get a serious case of the flu, which could be COVID, could be something else, it doesn't matter. Um, but you can you can buy it online through on- online pharmacists without any reason besides you want it 
just in case. You don't have to have a reason. Um, I got it through honeybeehealth.com, but there's plenty of other ones. Um, you go to the website. They have a prescription site that they work with who will write the prescription. You just say you want it, no reason. You don't need to give a reason. They'll approve it, and then the, pharma, the online pharmacist will fill it, fill it up. You want to keep that. The other thing also with ivermectin is I interviewed, uh, I had a podcast episode um, where I interviewed two women who didn't know all the information about the possible dangers of the vaccine um, that could come up, and they are effed up, but they got ivermectin and it's helping them out. So these people who are not getting um, who are getting adverse reactions, many of them are starting to just go and get ivermectin on their own, whether it's prescribed or not, and it's helping them. And the reason why, um, I'm actually going to do a podcast episode about this, is that some, if not all, of the um, mRNA vaccines have graphene oxide, which is a poison to people. It causes a lot of issues. It's a poison people, to people. The reason why, and you can look this up in medical science too, um, journals. Um, just go to my podcast on the description. You'll have all the links. But anyways, graphene oxide is a poison to people, and it's been found that it's in some of the vaccines. Um, and the reason why they use graphene oxide is because it is it builds up a graphene a graphene kind of thing in your in your blood, in your body, and um, it hooks you up to the internet. <laughs> it's true. They actually, I, they actually have medical journeys. The graphene will it will pick up radio waves. So, and then okay. also, this what is the happening will clear up the graphene oxide. That's why well, a that's lot of the, the people. Well, that's where the 5G probably comes in. And then we also have a situation where um, whatever's in these vaccines is is getting into blood cells. And blood cells are normally very smooth. That's how they flow. They're making them rigid, which is causing blood clots. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys, we're not, this is not conspiracy theory. We're not trying to scare you. This is honest to God's truth. You just go to any of the uncensored websites, um, BitChute, Odyssey, brand new to Rumble. Um, there's a lot of, that's, that's not like, that's not on YouTube. You can go to um, DuckDuckGo, um, not Google. That's, un, that's not part of the conglomerate censorship. But, um, and they will have their day in court. Uh, I will assure you that there will be people like me who will be alive to make sure that they have their day in court. And they'll be I, I, I believe this. it, man. I believe more and more we're entering an age of awareness. And, you know, I think a lot of this stuff that happened in the past was trying to break our spirits. And I just don't think they could do it. And it's like you said, that almost the first time I met you is like, nobody can control you, man. And that's really resonated with me and gave me a lot of hope in life. And, you know, just kept my, like my, my head up when a lot of people have, uh, you know, kind of sunk it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's a life lesson also. You know, that's a life lesson, too. So you can't necessarily judge people for um, faltering or succumbing um, because not everybody has the same uh, situation and, and options. So it's a life lesson and everybody has their journey. Um, however, so for the unvax, you know, get iver- ivermectin um, for the vax, get the ivermectin because a lot of them are getting that and it's helping them with getting better because it helps remove the graphene oxide okay so system. i need a link to that because i'm gonna blast that to everybody yeah yeah so um yeah so the so in short uh, the a lot of the vaccines you guys can look this up they have graphene oxide which creates a graph 
in your bloodstream and then it basically hooks you up to um, to radio waves. But that's a different conversation. That's early emerging technology. Graphene oxide is not a bad thing for clothes and other things to kind of like, you know, hook you up. But then they're going to be putting in foods too to kind of, you know, check the food quality, et cetera. So you don't want to eat it. You just don't want it in your body. You don't want to eat it. You want to drink it. You don't want to inoculate yourself with it. But ivermectin has shown to um, deconstruct that graphene oxide. Um, but for the people who got jab, because they create the spike proteins, their, their factory, they're going to need it indefinitely. Um, I totally Not just when they get that. COVID. I, I, yeah. I totally agree with that. And uh, yeah, man, I, 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 yeah. I, I think people need to know about that and get in and, and find that. And there's a reason why they're censoring hydrochloroquine and all that stuff. And probably this as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. man, it's like, they're not censoring something to help you. Mm-hmm. They're censoring something. So you can't help yourself. Exactly. They don't want you to help yourself. And then they're going to take it all. They're going to take it, take uh, and glutathione, which is a, um, a vitamin supplement. Um, it's very, it's very high in, in kids. Um, uh, it helps overcome, um, colds and flus and sickness. We make it ourselves naturally, but as we get older, we make less of it, but you want to have that as a vitamin as well. But anyways, um, so in short, your kids, they are not government property, okay, to be used for an experimental mRNA gene therapy, all right? So the mandates, the COVID passports, the privileges for the vax, it all leads, like I said, to the, to the social credit system, and a government control of your body and your kids is not conspiracy, it's true. And they will decide based off of their large lobbyists, the drug companies, how often you get your boosters, and they will push it to those who do not comply by removing their participation participation in society. That's why a lot of people are flocking to the Midwest and to um, different areas where, for the most part, people um, aren't buying it. Like so, you know, I'm if you live about in moving to Tennessee, why Tennessee? Well, for a bunch of reasons. One, you know, you got Texas, you got Florida. They're all like, "Look at us, we're freedom," and Tennessee's got all that, but they're like. And I think real G's, <laughs> a real G's move in silence. And I just feel like there's a reason why these other states are like, we're so free. I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. So, and then it's got fresh water. Like Tennessee's got a lot of fresh water near Chattanooga is supposedly really like one of the top places when people have done research on like, if mm-hmm. the shit hits the fan where you should go, Tennessee's like the top and they don't teach yeah. uh, critical race theory. My daughters today are a year and a half. And um, so I uh, don't want to, um, I just don't want them to grow up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. See, I live in Seattle and it's, and, and, and it's like, you know, when I, when we were kids, we can just play for anybody. If you like them, you didn't like them. It's not like, are you from a Vax family or unvax or family? You know, well, this is on the playlist. This is a not playlist. Like yeah, there was never, there was never that kind of stuff. It's just, it's just, you want to play you don't want to play you like the person you don't like the person did there was never this like government approved hatred yeah prejudice i mean you it's know like this whole thing that like this group of people are oppressors you know you know uniformly this group of people are always oppressed and it's, it just goes back to everything i said it's like you know there's a reason why they're constantly bringing up history because you can't change it and there's just some people who you know 
you brought this up as well. Like this is a realm of suffering, right? There will be suffering. And some people have it so good that they seek out suffering. They go to seek it. So they, they talk about things that happen. I always say people want, uh, people want credit for oppression they never went through. And, the, and they're really living in it while they're buying five-story, five-bedroom houses. And I have no problems with success. But it's like, if you're always talking about something that happens in the past or, I mean, so many people's problem, Von Gaul, happens on their, their, all the problems in their life happen on their computer screen, screen or on their television screen yeah. all the time. And I'm just like, what do, what do you... I mean, like that, that says that your life is probably going so well, you're seeking suffering. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, like we live in Seattle and the only, our family is here. And I, I always said to my husband, I said, you know, I'm not going to, I know so much about, um, about the, the, the V and the animal trials and human trials and what they're finding and all that kind of stuff. I know so much about it that I don't want to let my family and my close friends suffer. Um, I want to be there to help them, um, all of that. But there is a point in which we we call it what it is, um, where we throw in the towel, and that is the point where um, tyranny has literally taken taken Washington State. Whereas we we can't participate in society, we need the vaccine um, in order to do that. You know, all that kind of stuff. So if that comes forward, then we're going to pull out of Washington um, and move to like Idaho, where um, that's not the case. Um, it, so, and I have a friend that lives in Idaho and she, she says that for the most part, if you're like a high risk, then maybe you're really sensitive to it. But for the most part, everybody's walking around like normal and there is no outbreaks and there's nothing going on and everybody's taking ivermectin, et cetera, et cetera. So that's our backup plan to go there for a couple of years um, and then come back to our home state if it, you know, gets itself straight. But that's that's the extreme. But you're kind of already there in California. Yeah, we're we're well. No, let me get this right. It's okay. really Los Angeles. Is Los Angeles San Diego's nothing? Even San okay. Francisco, from what I'm told, people are just not really doing anything. It's Los Angeles and New York City, and I'll tell you why. I believe it's because this is where many influencers live. And they're they're cracking down and causing chaos here. So these influencers kind of, you know, emote onto their social media, and that reverberates through not only the country but the world. Those influencers, like remember, remember the very distinct this difference between a wolf and a lion. I get those emails too because I have a podcast on my YouTube channel, and it goes to other networks as well. And um, my other networks, I put all my marketing into those ones that aren't censored and they get a lot of traffic anyways. But um, I get the emails from YouTube. You're an influencer. Promote the jab. Promote, yep. um, promote, you know, promote the safety of it. Don't promote anything else. And so you have doctors sitting here pushing who are influencers, pushing the jab, pushing the safety, never talking about anything else. So you have to wonder. OK, so like I said, um, you know, I, I had a lot of people who were really disheartened that I didn't drink the Kool-Aid because um, they really liked the Buddhism stuff and everything else. But then I remind them the difference between the wolf and the lamb and the near enemy. And they shut up because they're like, oh. I totally agree with that, Vaughn. And I think you, you know, this is a, this to me is the great awakening 
who's in your life, who's not in your life. I've had family members I love get the jab and I'm going to do whatever I can. But at the end of the day, no matter how much I care for them, they made their own decisions and I will be with them. Hopefully nothing will happen. We'll all live happy, long lives. But if it happens, it happens. And I, I, I have to understand that I can't save anybody but myself and my actions will hopefully have positive uh, uh, you know, uh, vibes for my daughters and they'll see what their father believed in and what their father fought for and that they will, uh, they, they will appreciate and love it. And, uh, hopefully it will resonate with them. And that's kind of, you know, and that's all I really can do. I can't save anybody. The comedy club that I work at, which is my home is enforcing vaccine, vaccine passports. And I'm like, okay, you know, I can't save you, man. I saved you the first time you died. I can't save you again. This is your path. And this is your life lesson. This is your life lesson. Okay. And you know, people have reincarnated this time just try to to try to overcome tyranny, try not to be subjected to it again. And they fell for it again. I mean, in the back of my 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 book, um, Buddhist Guide, the very the very first line, it was a quote from Buddha that says, No one saves us but ourselves. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path. I love it, Bob Gall. I okay. can talk to you forever. Yeah. So real quick. So for the vax, I want to empower people. So for the vax, okay, actually, if you ever wonder why big tech's censoring so hard to keep you in the dark, okay, it is in your best interest to push against the emerging tyranny. Because when someone you love develops life-threatening adverse reactions from the jab, all the doctors who tried to speak out against dangerous jabs, they were censored for talking about the vaccine injured and what they were learning about them. Um, when you are in that position in the months or years ahead, you won't get the help. Or what many are finding out, and I found this out with the women that I interviewed about their verse reactions and many others, is that you are overwhelming the hospitals with the vaccine injured patients. And that includes the breakthrough cases. And the help won't be available in time to help you or your loved one. So you and your children will also be subjected to the social credit system made way by your willingness to accept the mandates, passports, and privileges for the vaccinated, okay? It was your complacency that solidify that reality for you, okay? So if you want help for your vaccine injured, for yourself or your family down the road, you need to stand up for um, the censored doctors that are being bullied and pushed to not talk about this, okay? Because everybody who's trying to help you has been pushed out. And so when it comes your turn to get help, it won't be there. And what did we learn from the Holocaust? All the ones that were trying to stop it and help it got pushed so far away that all they had to do was just basically leave you to yourself. It got worse. And, um, and we all, we not all know, know the deal. By the time they came for you, there was no one to help you. Yep. And that yep. is the situation of the vax. Okay. For, and I know so many vax who will not listen until they grow a tumor. I actually had two people that I know who grew a tumor. One, it comes out. It's a golf ball size. It comes out when she's talking. Uh, it, it was one of my hypnosis clients and she saw the video and she just, you know, ran, she's a nurse. She ran straight to um, her doctor to go, to go get it checked. 
I also have a friend, uh, my daughter's best friend, her dad grew a, um, he got it, he's a manager at a very large grocery store chain here in Seattle. And um, he got it um, in leadership to kind of show role model for his staff. And, and he got it about four months ago, but then three weeks ago, all of a sudden he went to the ER three times for uh, a heart attack. And now he has heart attack medication for that. And then a week ago, his little friend grew on his neck, which is the size of a golf ball. And he went into the doctors and um, they, they said, did you get the vaccine? And he said, yes. And they said, okay, well, we're going to have to put you in surgery. But in the meantime, we're going to give medication so that you can move your neck and move around because it's growing over um, critical areas. However, we can't get you in surgery quick enough because we have 12 other people in this office who also got the vax and grew the same exact thing on their neck. And we need to put you in the surgery with all the other elective surgeries. So it's going to continue to grow until we can get it cut out. Okay. Yeah. And there's the best, here's the best part. The doctor, he asked the doctor, why, uh, why is people not being told about this? And they said, we can't talk about it or we will be punished by the hospitals. Yep. The doctors cannot, and I'm telling you this, if you know, the doctors cannot talk about the dangers that they're seeing in the V injured or the dangers that they're seeing in their blood work or anything else. They can't talk about this to the public or they're being, or they're going to be bullied yep. um, and have the medical license removed. Um, and so all they could do is help the ones that come in, the, the, the two late stories, when they come in, they can just help them in silence. So it's like the dead helping the dead. Okay. I totally agree. You I know, totally uh, the, it's like the living dead. They don't know it. They don't know it. And they, they're not helping themselves because they refuse to see the other information. But when they see the information, they need to stand up because when it comes to your time or your wife or your kid, they got it Yeah. because you didn't know the information. It's too late to help you because all the people that try to help were bullied and pushed away. There's no one there to help you. Okay. I totally agree. Yeah. So, what kinds of grassroots marketing can we do for nonviolent compassionate activism? And, I'm, and this is really important. Um, I want to get everybody to know this, whether, you're, whether you've been jabbed or unjabbed um, and you've kind of like looked at the information that's been censored and, and realize kind of what is ahead. Um, and we don't really know, you know, how, what percentage are going to start developing adverse reactions in the next, you know, year or two. Um, we don't know, but let's say it's like 10% or let's say it's like 5% of the jab population. Okay. That's 7.5 million people swarming the system at the same time. You're not going to get your help because all the doctors are trying to help and share information and doctors get information through the database. They, they'll go, uh, they'll go into the database and they'll pull up. Okay. I had this patient that had X, Y, Z and did anybody else in the system have X, Y, Z? What did you do? What was the results? All that. They're not allowed to submit that information and in. they're not allowed to talk to each other. So all the doctors are in the dark. And so by the time these cases come up, they're in the dark. They don't know what to do to help you. They don't know how to help you. Yeah. The information is being censored in their own yeah. networks. Okay, so that's how bad this, it is. I've been looking for this quote, and I think it fits right now. And it's from Thomas Jefferson. All tyranny needs to gain a foothold is for people of good conscience to re remain silent. Mm -hmm. That's exactly that's exactly it. And we, I know we sound alarmist or anything else, but if you look at the material, it's the honest to God's truth. So you guys, you who are vax are not helping yourself by the time 
um, you need the medical help, there will be no medical help because the information was not shared. It was not practiced. They, they weren't allowed to practice medicine. Um, there are no case studies of, well, this person got this symptom and then we tried these things and it helped them. They're not going to get that repository of information for, for ways to help address certain symptoms because it was censored at the hospitals and in the networks. And so by the time it comes up on a exponential scale for people um, who are showing stuff, even if it's only five or 10%, that's like millions of people at the same time for random things. And they won't have the information to help you because guess what? You help them censor all the information that would have helped you. Yeah. Okay. And that's the problem. I, um, I have a nurse um, friend here in Everett. She got the jab. Um, and the doctors, because she felt the pressure, the doctors couldn't help her. She still can't walk. The doctors couldn't help her because they don't have any information on how to help these people. Yeah. It's not in their network. Okay. And this, and it just keeps coming. I mean, we're only into this, like, I think they opened it up for people who are under 55, maybe about four months ago. Just think of what they're pushing. Now they're telling you to get your kids done. Who are these psychopaths? These are wolves, man. These, These are wolves. Are wolves. They didn't test it on any on any on any kids in the um, human trials. They didn't test it on pregnant people. And you're going to go along. You're going to go along. I mean, you have to see the truth for what it is. It's right blatant apparent. But you. But so, they're anyways, wolves, man, they're wolves. You have this, you know, because that's it. That's what they do. So, what kinds of grassroots? Um, so, let's say. Most of the jab who actually look at the other information or somebody that in their family who they know um, has adverse reaction that wakes them up and they're like, well, let me go look. And then they're like, okay, what can we do to help push back the tyranny? So um, there's a, a propaganda going on right now of you know, fighting against domestic terrorism. Okay. We are going to be branded like we were branded as the pandemic of the unvaccinated, which yeah. blew, in their, blew in their face. Yeah. Um, but we are going to be branded as domestic terrorists. And that's what they want. They want you to be violent. So they can put it on TV and be like, see these people? Ah, these are the violent ones who are taking down your cities and making it unsafe ah, for you. Don't fall into it. Don't fall into it. That's what the wolves do. They, they, the, wolves, the wolves instigate and they corner you and corner you and corner you. And they try to like get you to, to fight back. And then they go, see? That's exactly what it is. It's the age-old trick. We know this in Buddhism. So what can you do for non-violent, compassionate activism? I'm going to give you guys tools. Um, and it's, it's a list. So please bear with me, um, Sam. So first, you want to find cited sources on uncensored sites. And then copy and paste it into your phone or computer. Um, this will save you a lot of time having to look material up over again. So if you see something that you like, just copy and paste it into your phone or computer. And then you want to copy and paste your cited sources in all the comments fields on any sites that you're on, like gaming sites, chats, forums, video sharing sites, social media, um, any bot, bot influencers. Um, don't forget, again, to copy and paste on commonly used sites like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Because you already saved everything, you're not, re you're not reinventing the wheel of your comments. So if they delete it or hide it, it's nothing to you because you didn't really have to re- Type it all over again. You already had saved saved on your your phone or computer. So um, don't forget to copy. Oh yeah. Also, because you have content saved on your your phone for easy access, 
Um, if they start deleting stuff, what, there's an app called Mobizen, M-O-B-I-Z-E-N. It's an app on your phone that you can download. Um, you can turn that on on your phone, and it will screen grab everything that's happening on your phone as a video or as a picture, and you want to get that evidence of them deleting your stuff. Because if you're noticing, like if you're on Facebook, for example, um, and you, you see all the comments are one-sided comments, it's an echo chamber. It's an echo I've chamber of the on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, same thing. It's an echo chamber of the same one-sided comment because the people the posting comments, um, they'll there's a certain like if they part start putting Algorithm. evidence, yeah, they, if they start putting evidence of actual factual evidence, they get hidden or they get deleted or whatever. And so now you just have an echo chamber. And so all they do is just feel each other. That's all it is, but they can't see it. But um, but but if but you can get actual proof of that, that you are being censored. For communicating with your mom, your sister, whoever, to send them information. Hey, I saw this about ivermectin. Da, 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 da. And then you can get actual proof to send it to them on the phone. Like, see, I did respond to you, honey, but they but they deleted. Here's the video. I can't, and they can see that. So, Mobizen app is really good for that for um for that kind of stuff. Um, again, you can if you're if you are commenting, you can create multiple aliases on Google and Yahoo and other places. So, create multiple aliases. So if they block you out, you hit your the the AI police has blocked you out. You could just switch your alias and go to another one, and do your you know come. It's this grassroots marketing to get around the censorship. Um, also, content creators. It's really important for content creators. So you know Facebook, YouTube, those places they were they made popular because of content creators like us. Okay, yes. all right. And when we flock to a different you know platform. When they all flock to a different platform, they're going to be an echo chamber. And then all of a sudden, everyone's going to delete their channel all at once. And they're going to go back to the, to the dark days of when they're starting up. Yeah, I okay. totally agree. So, um, so, you know, that's what happens. So anyways, content creators have a backup platform. So Odyssey, BitChute, Utreon, they will migrate your whole channel for you and your new episodes. Um, however, everybody's doing the, um, you know, escape for Texas or Florida thing. So they're a little backed up, but they'll get there. However, if you publish a COVID episode, um, create, uh, create a trailer on YouTube and upload the full episode directly to your other platform. It's kind of like a, a billboard episode. And then yeah, go yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, just some su- suggestions. And then other good video sharing sites are Rumble, Brand New Tube, Vimeo, and there's plenty of other ones you can search for. So you want to diversify. You got to diversify, okay? And put it in your description so people know that you're in other places. And so then they can go to those other places. And then once they get to those other places, they're going to start looking around and seeing what else is out here in this platform and they'll see the censored information so you're actually helping them out um the other thing is i want to empower you guys with legal information so there's a website called america's frontline doctors legal team and they will represent you and they will find people to help represent you against vaccine mandates um if they're doing mandates in the military or your school or your employer or if there's a community initiative of um, people doing door-to-door or whatever is going on um you you have legal rights and actually uh america's frontline doctors their website has a whole page on things that you can just print out and hand out to people and um and this one this this is a lawsuit um that they took for the university of california this is a lawsuit you could print it out but anyways um they basically filed it to not mandate 
students to get it and they back they back down um but you you can get legal consult okay so um you don't have to you don't have to take take anything you don't want to and if you are not much of a fighter or that's a lot of work for you you can just print this out from the website and just hand it to whoever um that you want and then just where can we get that where can we get that print out um it's called America's Frontline Doctors. Um, it's their website, and just go to the Legals um, tab, and they'll they'll have all the printouts for everything, for everything um, regarding mandates. So, just spend, even if you um, talk to a lawyer about your your rights, spend the hundred dollars. You know, you you have to stick up for yourself. You can't, like you said, Will you, you can't save everybody. To but that you and send me a link to the uh, the uh, medication you said people yeah. should get. Yeah, I'll, I'll email you the material so then you can put it on the description. Um, the, the other thing also is um, you can use Fiverr.com or other freelance sites to find tech people to upload content for you on your sites that don't migrate old content among other digital services. So you don't have to do it all yourself and you're actually going to help somebody in a, um, in a third world country and that, that is like their whole income. So it's kind of a, a, a double win. Don't use Google to search for truthful articles, okay? Use uncensored search engines like DuckDuckGo. And then when you find articles that you like, share the articles you find in other countries worldwide, such as the Vax are mostly getting COVID because they've jeopardized their immune systems, those kind of things. Yeah. Save it on your phone so you, you always have tools. You have to have your bag of tricks with you all the time. And mostly you're going to kill them on their arguments anyways. So um, they're just not going to look at it until something grows up on the neck. But um, but it's good to have the information so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel and get frustrated having to reinvent the wheel. Um, if you don't have a if you don't have a podcast yet for your niche, let's say you're like into yoga or you're into like video games or whatever, um, you can create a free one using Anchor.fm. Um, you can create one using Rockfin or whatever uh, platform out there. And um, Anchor is an easy one. You can distribute it out to seven different podcast sites the RSS feed automatically does it for you. And a lot of these other platforms, they do it for you as well. But you can also add it to over 65 different podcast directories. Um, and you can use, like I said, a Fiverr free- freelancer to distribute it out for you. So you don't have to do all the work yourself. I love the it. Thing, yeah. So the thing is, is that we are diversifying the platforms and communication channels in which we reach out to people. Okay. So um, a lot of them are on, on YouTube, Facebook, and Google. But if you start infiltrating in those comments, those copy paste in the comments, somebody's going to look at that. It's going to lead them to, to the rest of the information. All right. So it's about diversifying. Um, okay. So digital marketing. All right. So I don't just write Buddhism books. I write digital marketing books. Okay. All so, right. All right. All right. Man. Yeah. I wrote two digital marketing books, 20 years in this. I have been working with uh, social media marketing for 20 years for um, General Motors. Um, so I know what I'm talking about in terms of trying to get around the algorithm and the censorship. So I'm empowering you guys so that you have the tools on a lot of options. So in terms of digital marketing, if you have experience creating paid ads, display ads, SEO, then do it. All right. Otherwise there are small businesses worldwide that will do it for you in their network of over like a hundred thousand or half a million display ads and networks that they've been aggregating over the years. Um, you can just go to search the term buy website views 
I know it's shun, but they all do it. Um, you could do it yourself or you can hire some an agency that, that does it for you. Um, but it's the same exact marketing. And um, you can also go to Fiverr and there's people that, that will market things for you. So um, your favorite, like your favorite video of a censored doctor talking about X, Y, and Z, or your favorite, um, you know, wh whatever website you found it, you found it through that's uncensored. That's a website. You can promote that website. It's called Buy Website Views. And it's really cheap. Like $20 will go a whole long way um, to getting, getting the information out. So even if um, they're just searching the internet for like, you know, video game statistics or whatever, you know, something will pop up in the, in the news feed. Um, so that's a really good one. Uh, the other thing also is to make sure you have set up different backup payment options such as PayPal, Venmo, uh, Visa MasterCard, Bitcoin. A lot of these agencies accept Bitcoin. They're very hipster. So um, you can copy the URL on non-YouTube sites, maybe some YouTube ones that are allowed, um, and then promote that URL. It's all about promoting the censored materials all over the internet. And I'm giving you tools to promote it. You don't even have to it. ever, you don't have to ever like, you know, put it on you. Um, so. You, like I said, you want to choose traffic sources from non-Google, um, Twitter, Netflix, Bing. They have a lot of different options. Like, where do you want to, where do you want to send the traffic from? Where do you want to get traffic from? If they have, if you choose to do that, um, and they give you options of which platform do you want us to market for, don't use the censored platforms because you're not going to get much for your money. Like, if right. you use, if you use, if you buy website views for Google or Twitter or Facebook. Those are censored, they're not going to get very much. So you choose the uncensored sites, okay? Um, other sources. Um, if you are doing grassroots digital marketing, again, send the traffic to your favorite cited resources for doctors worldwide trying to help the vaccine injured, real patient caring doctors trying to help. Um, they're not marketers, okay? These doctors are not marketers, all right? They don't know. They they're don't know. Doctors. They're doctors. They don't know a lick about how to get past censorship. Yeah. They, they don't know how to get likes and views and shares and comments. They don't know any of that. Okay. They're just doctors. They're, just, they're trying to help patients and they can't help patients because of the censorship in the establishment. So they need help. And what they need is they need to get their message out. So if you see their videos, if you, if, if you like some of their interviews, or you, and you, if you like all that, help them by promoting um, views to that video link. Okay, One thing that's that really what they helps need is uh, email list. Email lists are the old way of doing it, and I think it's going to slowly become the new way of doing it because it's mm -hmm. almost impossible to to uh, censor emails. Like in yeah. terms of, so email yeah. lists are the big one, and you get you get a lot of bang for your buck. Yeah, so we we're going back to some of these. We're going back to some of the old old things. Um, the other thing is, um, you know, if you if you are a content creator, um, you want to have a backup of all your video files and everything. You want to have. You don't want it stored on the cloud. Don't use the cloud, okay? Don't use the cloud because if the cloud crashes and you're you're SOL. Don't use the cloud. Um, they can hack the cloud, etc. So you always want a backup on everything. Yeah, I got mine. I got mine too. <laughs> I have many of these. I have a whole drawer of all my content. 
Yeah, so they take you down on one channel for telling the truth. You just upload all, all over again. You know, you're like a virus. You're just like a virus. They can't get they can't get around you. Spread it um, all over the place. They can't censor yeah. all of us. Right. The internet goes down. The next day, the internet goes up. You're back up too. <laughs> so that's so. Don't don't rely on the cloud, you guys. Um, you have to start thinking rogue. All right. Think rogue. Yes. Think rogue. You got to outsmart. You're trying to outsmart the censorship. Outsmart I think the we're system. winning, though, dude. I think we're winning. I hope so. I hope so. Okay. So um, another thing that's really, really important is whether you're vaxxed or you're unvaxxed, we need to stay healthy. Okay. Um, you're no health if you're sick. Okay. Wow. Um, so find a meditation practice or go into nature to, to calm yourself and ground yourself with the consciousness, connect to that Christ light. Keep going. Uh, deep- yeah, detox every single day. You guys have to detox. It's really important, especially with all these um, these um, vax people walking around creating spiked proteins in their body and, and everything. Um, you got to detox. So I, I have family and friends who have been jabbed. I love them. I spend time with them. I, te- I detox before. I detox after. Okay, that's just the, that's just the, the new routine in existing with the, the, the vaccinated. So you can double up on the daily dose of vitamins A to D, zinc, magnesium, folic acid. Um, the new trend in detoxin is to use cerumen or pine needle extract, which is basically pine trees. You can find pine tree, just get the thing. You can make tea out of that. Um, glutathione vitamins is really good. Um, so you got to double up on your vitamins because when you're talking about detox, you need to have more than the, the recommended amount. And with all these spike proteins running around, you need more than the recommended amount, okay? If you get too much, you're just going to pee it out. So who cares, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's that's really, really important. Like, again, stock up on ivermectin um, using the online pharmacist. Um, due to high demand, they will be charging a little more for services to get the prescriptions written up. So try to maximize your effort by buying uh, more than one quantity. Um, at, at a time, uh, and when all of these vaccine injuries start using it on a regular basis as part of the daily supplement, it's there's going to be a, um, a a kind of a blockage of supply. So, um, if if you're on V, you don't need to take it unless you're like really seriously think you have a serious case of the flu, and then you, that's early at home care. And there's plenty of studies of early at home care using ivermectin cares knocks that stuff out very very easily. So. Um, th- you want to have that. Um, also, like I said, you can buy hydro, hydrochloroquine at home, but you can also get the recipe for it to do a home-based version of it. It's mostly just like lime and, and, and so forth, but just go to DuckDuckGo and you can get a, a home recipe of how you can make your own hydro, hydrochloroquine at home to make a nice tea or, or a hot drink for that. Um, so again, I detox every single day. It's in my I have detoxing vitamins I take every single day just to exist in this new reality with all these um, nanobots walking around. So again, here's another important thing, you guys. You want to support your local businesses. So you want to eat at local restaurants. You want to limit the chains you go to um, because the chains are usually the ones that's going to be um, sponsoring the vaccine passports. Gotcha. I agree on that. Yeah, because if they don't get business, the other ones are still going to support them. They're a conglomerate, Okay. So it's the small businesses that need your um, patronage. So go to those small businesses that aren't going that aren't going to care um, if you're vaccinated or not. Um, 
buy local at the grocery store. So look at the labels and make sure it is a local farm nearby um, or, or that you are buying from because they need the support. If it is from another state or from another country, they don't need the support as much as the local ones, because if you don't support the local ones and they go out of business, guess what? Now you're relying on the food, ch food chain and they can use that to manipulate you. Okay. Listen, I think local, I think that's another reason I want to get out of Los Angeles is because I need to find like farmland, people who are growing like, you know, a butcher who has local meat. Yeah. Uh, grow, I yeah. mean, I just had a gentleman on that that you should check out called Food Forest. Um, oh, I love him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I just love that. had him on. I'm going to start working with him, building my own food and start growing my own food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have orchards in our backyard, and so we make a lot of berries, and we give it to the neighbors and so forth. But I live in Washington, so there's a lot of local farms and produce. And so when when they started the lockdowns and some states, some states don't have anything local, okay? And so they're really the, – the, uh, the, their demand on the supply to work is really, really high. But in Washington state, we have a lot of local farms and produce. And so um, when the lockdowns ha happened, there was no shortage. We were always, we're the producers yeah. in our own state. But if you're not fortunate enough to be in a state that, or um, that has its own stuff, like LA is kind of landlocked in all these different cities. So you don't really have a lot of local. So, um, you, you know, you, you get limited resources when um, supplies, don't come through very often. So uh, the other thing with supplies is like um, all like here in Seattle, all through the spring, I started seeing because um, we I live on the bluff over a small port in Everett, and we started seeing these huge shipping containers because kind of hanging out on the islands there. And I'm like, oh, that's different. And the reason why was because Seattle ports were, um, they didn't have the staff to unload, so they were backlogged. And so they started letting these shipping containers sit out further away from the Seattle ports. And then they were slowly being, um, you know, unloaded in my port. And that's been happening all spring, so now we're, like, used to it. What is starting to happen is these shipping containers are sitting there for weeks, much longer. And these shipping containers are... 10 stories high, 20 shipping containers wide. They're huge ships that have been coming from China and, and they're all paid merchandise. Okay, they've been sitting there for weeks and it's taking longer for them to unload. And so even if there's nothing you know, serious um, down the road, the fact that it's taking longer to unload things because there's less staff, there's going to be a shortage of stuff. 100%. And I think a lot of that's being done purposefully as well. Yeah. So just be, um, so you guys, um, don't be caught off guard. Go to, um, after you listen to this, go to the grocery store and buy non-perishable foods, items, et cetera. If you're on a budget, or even if you're not on a budget, like the dollar store, everybody has a dollar store. They are plenty stock on non-perishable food. You can go spend $100, get 100 items that are non-perishable foods. Just stock up. It's good. You're going to eat it anyways. Even if nothing happens, you're going to eat it anyways. You're going to go through the extra diapers, et cetera. So no, no biggie, but just be prepared. Just be prepared. And when um, the cold and flu season comes, let's just say like 2% of those who have been jabbed started having adverse reactions or started having breakthrough cases and swarming the hospitals. Um, Etc. It 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 it's going to tighten up. Things are going to tighten up because people are paranoid. People are scared, you know, because they're seeing they're seeing with their own eyes. 
um, the, the breakdown of um, the, the V injured. And so, um, you know, you are like, if you ever wanted to know what it feels like to live through the Holocaust, guess what? You've got first front row tickets to the freak show. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so stock up is always good. Um, for the youth, like I said, they, they always use Instagram and TikTok and dif different video gaming platforms. Like I said, use any of these tools I just gave you to infiltrate with your comments, your copy-paste comments. For parents, it's the hobby and interest groups. Um, those are some of the things that you guys can do to empower yourself, nonviolent, peaceful, compassionate activism. Okay? Don't fall into the bait. Yes, I agree okay. with that. All right, they they are they are creating a propaganda that we are the domestic terrorists. I totally agree, Von Galt. I love you so much. I can't thank you for everything you do. Don't hang up after this because I want to talk to you real quick, guys. One they... last message. I have one okay. last message. Okay, one last message, you guys. So, um, this is the last message. We're in the fifth dimension where what you are comes up exponentially so censorship tyranny crimes to humanity is no longer isolated to the third dimension or in one country in fifth dimension it's global scales because of unity consciousness of the higher dimensions so the opposite that can also be compounded exponentially is unconditional love compassion forgiveness courage and truth to the likes that this planet has ever experienced. So much so that other dimensions and planets learn from us. Okay, we can do it. I believe it, Vaughn. I believe you changed my life and I think you're, you have words of wisdom. Thank you so much for being my guest on 100th. And let me tell you, I think this is the best episode we've ever had. You went hard in the paint. You were honest, truth, and you spread love and i appreciate you and again please check all the links below for all of uh, anything von's books her website or her uh podcast and all that i thank you so much for being on this journey a hundred episodes let's have a hundred more thank you all so much i love you very much we will talk to you soon take care thank you von